My husband is getting me my drink. All right. Okay. Thank you. My husband's out of town. Yeah. And I didn't, I had to make my own drink. Pooey. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, are you ready? Yep. Boo bitches. Welcome to episode 71, C3, Crystals, Cauldrons, and Cocktails. I'm River. And I'm Ren. I waited till she took a drink before uh-huh. I said that. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about doppelgangers and changelings. Yes. First though. What is our cocktail of the day? So we are very early in February for this podcast. I'm reminded of the correspondences to February, which are pinks and roses and pink quartz. So I wanted something pink. So cranberry juice is a great mixer and is associated with protection, positive energy, courage, passion, determination, goals, and action, all of which is perfect for February. As the light's getting stronger and we're beginning to awaken from our winter's rest. Mm -hmm. So all of that to say that tonight's drink is the Radiant Rapture. My mouth is watering and I'm sitting (laughs) here drinking one. Uh So it is a tequila drink. And first you have to make your own apple cinnamon tequila. Now that can take up to seven days. And I haven't gone to a store to see if you can buy an apple cinnamon tequila They may have those out there. So if so, then you don't have to wait seven days to have this drink. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, you can make your own cinnamon apple uh, infused tequila. And then once you have that, you use that tequila, cranberry juice, some triple sec and lime. And it is lovely. Mm -hmm. Um, Tequila is very dangerous. So I don't drink (laughs) it super often. Mm -hmm. Turns me into a wild child. But it is wow. really yummy. I know it turns you into a wild child. <laughs> you're oh, already you one. You're already, already a wild one. Child. Okay, you're not wrong. So I'll have to do a TikTok on how to uh, make the infused tequila and this mm-hmm. drink. That would be fun. Yeah, you guys should keep up with our TikToks because we post a TikTok every day, and it's fun drinks, recipes that we do. Um, I know a couple weeks ago off the top of my head, we did like a simmer pot. We did uh, one of my favorites, which was the black magic. Like, you know, we do tarot draws. We do. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. It's so it's much fun. fun. Spells. We do demonstrations of spells. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, yeah. it's a lot of yeah. fun. Y'all should check us out. Yeah. Check out our TikTok. Mm-hmm. All right. At any rate, doppelgangers. So. What is a doppelganger? Doppelganger, and I kind of love that word. It's got the A with the two little dots over it, which uh-huh. always reminds me of the Hobbit Hobbit oh, alphabet. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, anyway, not, yeah. it is a German word that literally translates into double walker. Mm. In the general sense, this term is widely used to mean someone who physically resembles you, but is not related to you. You know, you've heard people say, oh, you've got a twin out there. I saw someone. That's a doppelganger. Isn't there a saying that if you meet your doppelganger, like either you or a loved one will die or something? Yes. I've got all kinds of information about that. It's it's creepy. Okay. So to put it simply, a doppelganger is a non-biologically related (laughs) look-alike Someone who is not genetically connected to you or your family, yet they have oddly similar physical features. Now, 
research for this, I did come across some articles that said your doppelgangers probably do share some kind of genetic background with you. Oh, I mean, you know, you go back far enough and we're all kind of related. Mm -hmm. So it's just happens that those genes that make you look like you also filtered into where, you know, them to make them look like them. That's the scientific thought of it anyway. See, there's a, there was a trend going, I don't know if it's like a trend anymore or, you know, on TikTok where you, it's the, like the AI portrait thing where like you have like your face and you just show your face and it, it creates an AI version of you. Oh, I haven't like, seen that Like one a yet. cartoon version type, but it's not cartoon. Like it's like a realistic realism cartoon. Okay. Okay. And um, I did it so many times, but it just can't get my face right. <laughs> and so many people are like, yeah, it looks exactly like you, but like you think it doesn't because we all have like facial dysmorphia where we don't right, actually know right. what we look like. But it's weird because I show my husband and I'm like, does this look like me? And he's like, no. And I show his family or my family. I'm like, does this look like me? And they're like, no. And so I haven't been able to get a right image of me. And I'm like, so if I even bumped into my doppelganger, I wouldn't even know what they look like. Like, I I I wouldn't know if that that's what I look like. That's what I meant. Like, yeah. I've had people tell me, oh, you look just like her. Like um, Laura Dern, you remember her? She was, um, she's old now, but um, in the, uh, those dinosaur movies. Jesus, I can never remember the name. Oh, of Jurassic movies. Park. Jurassic Park. Laura Dern. People say I look just like her and I just don't see Who it. Who is Laura Dern? Laura. She's the, the blonde um, and the very first one, the blonde who is with, she's a archaeologist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can see it. You I can? can? I can see it. I can see it. It's not 100% you, right? Yeah. But I can see it. I can see I've the had similarities. people in college come up to me and say, oh, are you related to Laura Dirt? It's just the strangest thing. Now, anyway. let me, let me, wait. There are some, like, throughout school, like, I've been in school for a long time. <laughs> uh, I don't, they, there are people who are like, oh, you look exactly like, I can't remember her name. And the old I say old because it is old Spider-Man movies. Um, the person who plays, oh, Kirsten Dunst. People say, really? People oh, say, you know, I can actually kind of see that. And I don't see it at all. When you do your hair red, which you do fairly often, because Kirsten Dunst in that movie was a redhead. Yeah. I can see that. But it was it like, I just don't see it at all. Like, I think maybe it's my cheeks because like my cheeks have like that harsh line when she smiles, like down from your nose, down to like the corners of your mouth, like below your eyes. Like she has strong cheeks, which I think I have strong cheeks as well. But you have any beautiful cheekbones. Like, yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Whatever, River. <laughs> but any, I mean, any other way that I look at Kirsten Dunson, like, I just don't see it. Yeah, maybe only that character. You know, it's so funny that actors look so different. I mean, it's not just the makeup and all of that. Mm-hmm. I really believe that they have, you know, I, we did that episode on beauty magic. There is really something, a glamour or something going on when yeah. actors turn into their characters. Yeah. It, yeah. They really do 
turn into their characters. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sitting here now looking at pictures of her and I'm like, don't see it. But I do (laughs) see where you could look like that. Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Like I could see it. Like y'all have very similar um, facial, like, like head shape and I think you all body type, actually, your we, noses are very similar mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so it's very, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So in traditional folklore, doppelganger is a malicious or evil character having no shadow or reflection. Oh, it troubles and harms its counterpart by putting bad thoughts and ideas into his or her head. And some cultures, seeing one's doppelganger is bad luck and often the sign of serious illness or approaching death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, back in the day, before they had modern medicine, it could be that people thought schizophrenics or um, multiple personality disorder people were, quote, doppelgangers because of the way they behaved. Mm -hmm. But you know, I, I, I don't know. Hmm. All right. So a changeling is a form of doppelganger in that it is thought to be a fairy that is put in place of a stolen child. And it looks like that child. It's like a replica of that child, but it's not, not the actual child. The mm-hmm. child's been mm-hmm. kid- kidnapped. Mm-hmm. So many mystics believe that doppelgangers are supernatural creatures and that their appearance in someone's life is almost never a good thing. Mm-hmm. They are generally considered omens of bad luck or even signs of impending death. A doppelganger seen by a person's relative or friends is said to signify that illness or danger would befall that person, while seeing your own doppelganger said to be an omen of death. Okay. I'm sorry. Some, Every single time you say doppelganger, I just think of vampire diaries. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been forever since i've watched that but yeah, yeah there were yeah. doppelgangers in that mm-hmm. yeah a lot yeah, a yeah. lot a lot a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like everybody in that show had a doppelganger <laughs> <laughs> some mythology which as we know myths often come from truth suggests that doppelgangers might attempt to provide advice to the person they shadow mm-hmm. but that this advice can be misleading or malicious They may also attempt to plant sinister ideas in their victim's head or cause them confusion. For this reason, people were advised to avoid communicating with their own doppelganger at all costs, which you know how a lot of, um, not a lot, but some mentally ill people hear voices in their head and they see things. I could see where the idea of doppelgangers might have come from, you know, this person this this person that's me you know you have the the good conscience and the bad conscience the Mm -hmm. devil on on your shoulder and the angel on Mm -hmm. your shoulder and i can just see where a doppelganger could be blamed for you know he he told me to do it it was it's me it's my own face i have to trust myself and it's telling me to do whatever yeah so the folklore and history about doppelgangers is very interesting so in Irish folklore, there are references to the fetch, F-E-T-C-H, mm-hmm. which is an apparition that is a re- replica of a living person in every other way, but it doesn't cast a shadow. 
Oh, okay. So in centuries past, the people from the Orkney Islands, I think in Ireland, uh, feared fairies and called them trows, T-R-O-W-S. They were depicted as ugly, impish little creatures whose children were always sickly. So pregnant women had to be carefully guarded from the trows who would steal the healthy human babies and replace them with exact replicas of the children, which the belief was that these replicas would fall sick and then die young. So Mm -hmm. they were trying to enhance their own genetics by replacing a sickly fairy child with a healthy human child and leaving their sickly child in in the place, but they made it somehow look exactly the same. And this is the way I've always thought about doppelgangers and changelings. I mean, those two words are not exactly the same, but they are similar. And that's the way I've always thought about doppelgangers is that, you know, replaced at birth type thing. See, that's the only thing that I remember hearing about that. Like I have a vague, um, uh, memory of learning that and you just like brought it out from the depths of my brain <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um did you know i have a did you know that back in the day and this is so sad when a child was ill or a baby was born ill or deformed they all just assumed oh well it's a changeling so they would return it quote return it to the fairies and leave it out in the forest to die oh no Yeah, isn't that awful? A changeling would mimic the child's appearance and would look indistinguishable from that child. However, though, as time went on, the changeling would inevitably start exhibiting some physical or mental deformities believed to be the result of the changeling struggling to imitate the human form because they aren't human. They're actually fairies. So, So, you know, what would those deformities, like mental or physical deformities, be? Like, I mean, I I think that back in the day before modern, um, why is your why are you muted? There's construction going on downstairs. Oh, I see. Okay, so I'm trying just to not freak me out. Go ahead and mute if you need to. Um, so I think back in the day when they didn't have modern understanding of medicine and disabilities and that kind of thing, it was very easy to blame, you know, I couldn't possibly have a deformed child. So it must be a changeling. It must be, you know, uh, something evil that it couldn't be mine. They've taken my child. And, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, so mental disabilities, I would imagine could be anything from anybody's illness back in the day. Um, You know, it could be children who are prone to violence or mm-hmm. unable to handle their emotions, which parents weren't always the best back then either. They're not the best always in today's world either. Mm-hmm. No, that's but, valid. Yeah. Yeah. that That's my thought. But the child would be taken by the fairies for one of three reasons. Number one was to act as a servant. Number two, for the fairies to receive the love of a human child because fairies love to have love Mm -hmm. or for malice and revenge. So perhaps that family had wronged the fairies and it was to hurt the family. Mm -hmm. Most of the time the exchange was made with a a fairy change, 
but occasionally an elder, I mean, a, a, fa- a fairy baby, but el- occasionally an elderly fairy would be swapped either so that it could live out its life in the comfort and care of a human or so that it would just die. Oh, okay. yeah. So we're trying to get rid of our old fairies. Let's pawn it off on the humans. Yeah. yeah. Or um, in the alternative, let's let humans dote on it until until he dies. Yeah. Yeah. Often a baby might become ill or take on a strange appearance or a person might be left unable to move their limbs, which is called fairy struck. And if that happened, then the local people would begin to suspect fairy work. It just is so sad back then because any anything that went wrong, you know, you're a witch or, you know, you're a changeling. Yeah. You know, you, you could never, if you yeah. had, what if you were... I don't know. What if you did have some kind of mental illness that just you were anxious? You just needed what we have now as medication or therapy of some kind. And they just didn't have it back then. And so, mm-hmm. oh, you were fairy struck. So, you know, yeah. off off with your head, you know. Yeah. It's funny because I always talk about TikTok. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know, it's like those like it's like dry humor or dark humor, I suppose, where it's like, uh, it's like a scenario where this woman is trying to, you know, her husband's not listening to her, whatever the reason is. And he's like, Oh, so you're a witch. I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Oh, what was that? You're a witch. And they're like, no, no, like, never mind, I'll do it. It's just like that joke, but Mm -hmm. it's true. That was, that was some people's truth. Well, I mean, a lot of the stories about doppelgangers and changelings, it wasn't just the fairies. It was witches that were blamed. Mm-hmm. You know, witches mm-hmm. get the brunt of it too. Yeah. You know, so doppelgangers um, are also, they've also been featured in fiction forever. The Greek and Greek mythology. And you probably know this because I know you had to study Greek stuff um narcissus fall, fell in love with himself with his own uh reflection mm. that's you know he looked into the pond and saw yes. his reflection yes. and yes. fell in love with it and yes. ended up turning into what did they turn him into pussy willows or something i can't remember it was something weird like a i want to say like a sheep but it wasn't it was a cat it was a sheep it was something a cat <laughs> cat tail it was the it was, plant you know those plants that hang on the edge of the water and they bow over the water? That's why. Something. Something. Anyway. Anyway, that's, you know, uh, he fell in love with his other self, so to speak. Uh-huh. And Edgar Allan Poe, he wrote William Wilson. And William meets a boy at his boarding school who is ex- his exact double and who copies his every mannerism. Oh. And that boy pursues William throughout his life as he dabbles in darker and darker vices. And then maddened by his presence, William stabs him at a masked ball only to find his own body bleeding. (gasps) Oh gosh. Yeah. I think that's a very Stephen King type thing. Yeah. You know, I think Stephen King got a lot from Mm -hmm. Edgar Allan Poe, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you know, the whole in fiction, it's, there's a whole bunch of of, you know, he's stabbing himself and I mean, he's stabbing his other and they believe there's a whole bunch of that. There's a term for it. I don't, I don't, I don't remember what it is, but 
anyway, there is mm-hmm. a lot. The concept of good and evil twin is noted as far back as the as the fifth century BC in an ancient Iranian religion called Zoroastrianism. Zoroastrianism. Okay. The two primal spirits were the sons of time and represented by darkness and light. I mean, that's that's you know, doppelgangers are opposites. So mm-hmm. I can see a whole bunch of the light and dark. So you, ideology. you you brought up like the concept of good and evil twin, but like mm-hmm. it's not like twins are classified as doppelgangers, you know, no. like so they're genetically related, obviously. Okay, okay. That's what yeah, that was my question. Okay. And the ancient Egypt Egyptians believed in the existence of a ka, K-A, mm-hmm. or a double spirit. Mm-hmm. And this spirit twin allegedly had the same memories as the original individual. The Ka is thought of as the spiritual double born in everyone. And when someone dies, their spiritual double lives on as long as they have somewhere to live, usually in that person's body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is why Egyptians mummified their dead. Yeah. 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 I I knew all this stuff. I love this. Yeah. You're a big (laughs) Egyptian fan. Um, if they kept the body from decomposing, that meant that that spiritual double had somewhere to live. But mm-hmm. if the body decayed, the spiritual double would die and the deceased would lose their chance at eternal life. Mm-hmm. Um, in an Egyptian version of the Trojan War story, a spirit double was sent instead of Helen, you know, Helen of Troy. And the Ka was such a perfect replication of Helen that it fooled everybody and the war was actually averted. And oh. that story in the Egyptian okay. story. Okay. A Native American belief apparently incorporates twins, the Hopi twins, and in their cosmology, they believed the afterlife mirrored the land of the living. So the thought is that a doppelganger is basically your evil double from the underworld. Oh. So there's an upper upper world and an underworld. Mm-hmm. And the good people, quote, good people lived in the upper world and the evil people the underworld and this Hopi legend refers to the twins that child of the sun and the child of water mm-hmm. and it was allegedly believed that whatever is happening in the upper world is the opposite of what is happening happening in the underworld have you okay so this is on topic but off topic of the doppelgangers type mm-hmm. but it's on topic with the upper world and the lower world have you seen those conspiracy theories about how we are living it on top of other civilizations that are in the planet or that we are being like, we are a a bigger planet type of vibe, but we are shelled in by walls that we can't get past. I've never, we should do a topic on that. I've never heard of that. I don't know how it would pertain to witchiness, but when you say uh, the uh, Native American beliefs and legends, you know, I feel like yeah. they were exposed to more than what we are now. And well, so- I mean, I think I think legends and history all pertain to witchcraft because we all learn from what has been, and you know, the world the way it is now. A lot of the mindset is get up, go to work you know, come home, go to bed, Mm -hmm. but there's so much more out there. And I think legends are 
a part of our history and that that might be a witchy. I don't know. You all let us know. Do you think yeah. that would be a witchy, witchy type topic to go down? Yeah, Legends. I, mean, and I would love to. Mythology. This, this one's just so cool because it's like there's like a more advanced civilization that lives with inside the earth or on the exterior walls of where we are, you know, and uh, the uh, underworld and upper world has had to come from somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that idea of outside of religion where you die and well, blah, blah, blah. Even in religion, it's there's upper, you know, yeah. you've got heaven, which is supposed to be up and hell, yeah. which is supposed to be lower. Yeah. So it's just like, it's very interesting because I like to uh, theorize and play into these conspiracies that, oh, what if that is possible? And there are actual like, like, doppelgangers that like there's like a you know like an alternate universe type of thing yeah now i'm spiraling but okay maybe we should do an extra episode a month about this kind of thing that's not necessarily witchy but kind of mystical oh yeah i would love that conspiracy yeah (laughs) y'all let us let us know what y'all think we could do conspiracy theories i could go we could go down that rabbit like a like a yeah like a episode a month of conspiracies outside of that would be it would pertain to witchiness but at least at least mysticism or supernaturalness yeah yeah there's always something to learn in everything whether it's conspiracy or not okay sorry Yes, let right. us know. Continue. So <laughs> the Norse Norse history, Vikings, that kind of I thing. I love Norse. <laughs> Me too. Um, they have a ghostly double that is said mm. to perform actions of a person right before that person does. The spirit will often smell or sound like or have the same voice as the original person. The Norse believed a doppelganger is essentially a ghostly double of you who lived before you. They called it the Vardiger or Vardiger. I'm not sure how how to pronounce words, mm-hmm. but the the Vardiger. And the stories of the Vardiger, Vardiger describe <laughs> incidents that are basically deja vu in reverse. Oh. Yeah, where a spirit with the subject's footsteps, voice, scent, or appearance, and overall demeanor precedes them in the location or activity, resulting in witnesses believing that they have seen or heard that person before that person actually comes. Okay, I've actually had this. Really? Where where I've, I, 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 okay, it was weird because I was in, it was, I was in kindergarten. How old is that? Six? Five? Five, six. Five or six. I think six is first grade. I don't know. Anyway, long time ago. <laughs> okay, not that okay, long well, ago. There's, You're there's, not super old. There's also <laughs> okay, wow. But there's we also have some construction going on and they decide to go way right as I'm talking. I don't know if you can hear any of it. I, I can hear it all. <laughs> I can't really hear it. It's literally directly below. So if you guys hear anything like that, I'm trying to mute whenever, you know, but yeah, yeah. But I was talking and it was aggressive. Anyways, I was five or six and um I I got onto the bus. It was my bus stop and we were on, I was on the the end of the bus route, you know, where I was picked mm-hmm. up later, but dropped off later. And this girl gets on the bus and she's about, she's my age. And I knew her name. 
immediately. Like she got on the bus and I was like, oh, you know, and, and I said her name and she looked at me and she was like, I don't know you. And it was just really like the weirdest thing. She was like, I have no idea who you are, but I knew her. I was like, oh, like, let's say her name was Sarah. I was like, oh, hey, Sarah. Like I was like, Sarah. And she didn't, she had no idea who I was, but I knew her before anything. So it's like, huh? Interesting. Like, I, don't, I don't, I still to this day don't know how or why. That's, that's bizarre. Yeah. So it was also believed that these supernatural creatures were afraid of iron. And I think that's a common thing that a lot of us have heard. Parents used to keep some kind of iron items above or near the cradle of Mm -hmm. unbaptized children until they were able to get baptized because baptism couldn't happen immediately. Mm -hmm. So they, until the baptism could happen, they would keep iron of some kind Um, near the cradle to prevent them from getting kidnapped by, I guess, fairies. Mm. These uh, iron items would, could be a knife or scissors. Also in Sweden, they had an unbaptized infant belief too. They believed that it was important to keep a fire lit in the room where a baby was and that the water used for bathing the child must not be thrown away. Uh, So what do you do with the water? I guess it, until the baby gets baptized, you just keep it in the tub. Uh, whether you have to use it again or if it just sits there, I don't know. Or can you just like, if you don't throw it away, quote unquote, but you use it to water your plants? I I don't. I don't think you can do anything with it until the okay. baby's baptized. Okay. But I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, that's an odd thing. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So according to Supernatural Magazine, which I didn't. No, there was a Supernatural magazine until I found it doing my research. Mm -hmm. There is one more theory that a doppelganger could represent a parallel universe, which would be a great topic for our parallel universe. In in which everything in this world that we're in is also in another dimension. And that seeing this doppelganger could be a moment when we're able to witness another, that other dimension. Okay. So this Columbia University physicist, Brian Green, he wrote a book called The Hidden Reality, Parallel Universes and the Deep Laws of the Cosmos. And he said, all of us have doppelgangers because there are parallel universes. And every now and then those, the veils between those universes thin enough that we are in each other's universes. But wouldn't that mean, okay, if the, okay. I am already picking holes through this guy. I know. I'm so sorry. But if that means that other in the alternate alternate dimension, wow, the alternate dimension, if the veil, you know, is thin, wouldn't that mean that that's us? Well, I mean, it's, it's another us. It's another us. So wouldn't they have like the same name instead of like being like, quote unquote. Oh, unrelated. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So like we are the same, you know, in that like. We are probably made from the same people in, like, in parallel maybe universes. That's, maybe that's how you knew, knew Sarah is because the veil had thinned and you had met Sarah before. And, and, and now they're separate again. And she's like, I don't know who you are because I'm the Sarah from this world, not that's the Sarah true. from the other world. You but know what? Like, let's say in a sense you meet yourself, you know, but that's not a doppelganger to me. Because doppelgangers are, again, not related. You don't have the same flesh and blood. They just look like you. 
But that in the sense of the parallel universe thing, that is you just with different experiences. I have some stories. I have, quote, real accounts of doppelgangers. Okay. Okay. And the most famous one, and I had no idea about this until I was doing this research, is from former President Abraham Lincoln. Mm. Is that not the coolest thing? Okay. So he claims to have seen his doppelganger reflected in a mirror on the night he was first elected into office. Okay. He said, looking in that glass, I saw myself reflected nearly at full length, but my face, I noticed I had two separate distinct images, the tip of the nose of looking about three inches from the tip of the other. I was a little bothered, but the illusion vanished. And he told this to his friend who was a journalist, Noah Brooks, who then wrote it in a book. Wow. That's not a friend. <laughs> right. And then. He said, on lying down again, I saw it a second time, plainer if possible than before. And then I noticed that one of the faces was a little paler, say five five shades than the other. So while Lincoln thought this was just a strange happenstance, his wife was like, oh boy, she interpreted it as an omen of tragedy. Mm -hmm. And she read the vision to say that he would indeed be elected to a second term of office, hence his visage being doubled on the night of his election, Mm -hmm. but that the sickly, ghastly appearance of his double signified that he wouldn't live through his second term. And of course, both of those turned out to be true. That didn't age well, did it? <laughs> right? Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Okay. So while many reports of doppelganger sightings involve a person seeing his or her own double, there's a case of Emily Sagi or Sajay. Her doppelganger was apparently visible to everybody except herself. She never saw it. She was oh. a school teacher in Latvia in the mid-1800s. And she was a good teacher. She was well-liked, but she had this odd track record of being fired. Like she had 18 different positions teaching in just 16 years. And then after hearing the reported accounts of supernatural twin entity that followed her about, this is why. Mm -hmm. So students at the school where she taught began to see two of her. As she wrote on the blackboard, a second her appeared in front of the class, mimicking the teacher's movements. This is a quote. One evening, as Saji or Sajay ate in the dining hall, her double appeared again, mirroring her actions once more. That's at one point, it was even noted that her double sat down in a chair at the head of the classroom, staring straight toward the children while the real woman was out in the school garden. Oh, while she apparently never saw her own double, it's reported that when the entity was present, the color would drain from her face and overcome with fatigue, her movements would become listless. Eventually, the school let her go due to the d- disturbing presence of her double. See, maybe it's not a double. Maybe it was like a, a unwanted attached entity. <laughs> I mean, it could have been, but it looked just like her. I don't, so, I, don't, I mean, that's the definition of doppelganger. I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, Catherine the Great. <clears throat> sorry, I was drinking my tequila. <laughs> 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 tequila. Um, 
Catherine the Great, which I know you are a fan of. You watched that Netflix series. Um, it was about Catherine the Great. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's that. It's like a weird humor one. It's on Hulu. Yeah. I can't remember yeah. the name. Yeah. Anyway, you love Catherine the Great. Anyway, mm-hmm. she was otherwise known as the Empress of Russia uh-huh. throughout the 18th century. She was the longest ruling female leader in the country's history. And she had a haunting encounter with a doppelganger shortly before her death in 1796. According to reports, her servants woke her frantically one night, having seen her visage plain as day, sitting silently in her throne room. Confused, Catherine accompanied them back to her throne room, only to find her double sitting on the throne plain as day. She reportedly ordered her servants to shoot the doppelganger, and then just a week later, she died of a stroke. Oh. I mean, but but what happened? To, was there a body when they shot it? Was there a body? That I do not it evaporate? know. I don't, I don't know. know. And why did it? So if there was a body, like why were it, that had to, that was a person question mark. So like, right. Why were they sitting on the throne? On I don't, th- and yeah. how did they get to her throne? Because yeah. security. I right? mean, if, if she looked like her, she could pass through security easily true i mean but sit on the throne why would that be her her, her servants knew themselves that that wasn't her that's true yeah. they went and woke her real self up yeah i don't know or maybe they maybe they're the ones who put her to bed or like like i don't know and then they went and checked on her and she's still in bed and still, yeah wow I, I don't know bizarre and yeah. and she's a really cool woman. She 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 was a really cool woman. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, a well-known German poet and politician, apparently encountered his double. This is bizarre. He saw himself riding on horseback home from spending time with his beloved future wife, but they were he was riding in the opposite direction on the same road. This is what he said. This is a quote. I saw not with the eyes of the body, but with those of the mind, my own figure coming towards me on horseback on the same road, attired in a suit I had never worn. As soon as I shook myself out of this dream, the figure had entirely disappeared. So although this encounter was brief, it was not forgotten. And eight years later, he found himself riding on that same road to go see his lover wearing the exact same clothing that he had seen his doppelganger wear years prior. Mm. And so he interpreted this as um, seeing an encounter with the doppelganger to glimpse a piece of his future, a sighting of his future self rather than a bad omen. So maybe Mm. you can see your future self. Maybe a doppelganger is not always a bad thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, that's the only, the only, re- yay, I saw my doppelganger, I'm yeah. going to live Ooh. type thing. Yeah. So witchy thoughts. I wonder if maybe seeing doppelgangers might not be seeing someone who is astral projecting. Hmm. Yeah, I hadn't, I, 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 as I was doing this research, I thought, you know, there are those of us who, uh, well, I'm not good at it. I haven't been able to attain it yet, but astral projection is a thing for witches. And so if you're projecting yourself somewhere else, then couldn't that explain the sighting of someone who looks like someone else? Because it is someone else. They're just 
astral projecting. Mm-hmm. I don't I mean, know. You, you might not see it yourself, though. although, you know, you have those experiences, those near death experiences where you rise up and you see your own body. Yeah, I've heard that's, of them. That's not the same thing as no. doppelganger, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all we have on doppelgangers and changelings. We would love to hear your conspiracy theories about that as well. Uh, yeah. You can find us. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I just have many opinions. Which is fun. But they're not witchy related. <laughs> Well, I mean, we don't always, we could do that once a month, non, non witchy conspiracy theory. Thing. I think yeah. that would be so much fun. I think fun. that would be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And then those people who aren't interested in that don't have to listen yeah. to that one episode. Yeah, it's just that one episode and, and you know what day it comes out on and we'll, yeah. And then those of you who love us because we're wonderful could listen to everything that we do. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause we're, we're so wonderful. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Just kidding, guys. Okay. (laughs) You can find us at www.c3witchypodcast.com. And Ren has been working really hard on that that, uh, website, you guys. It looks beautiful. She's done a great job. I'm trying. (laughs) And there you'll find links to our episodes, links to all our social media, links to our merch. Speaking of, I have made a whole bunch more merch and I'm ordering test um, subjects of those test items. And if they look good, we will be putting those up for sale as Mm -hmm. well. A lot more uh, t-shirts and some wine cooler tumbler thingies. Mm -hmm. What are those things called? Tumblers? Yeah, tumblers. Um, I do have a blanket that I've designed, but I don't. I don't, what do y'all think of blankets? You should, yeah, let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us know what you guys want. And then also don't forget about our ads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have, we have quote unquote ad links on our website as well. So don't, don't uh, mm-hmm. be shy. And uh, I know our ad was probably in this episode somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for sure. Like Instacart. I, I know that was one of them. Um, mm-hmm go, go check it out. It's, it really, I mean, I am, I am lazy, but it, that's okay. It's not that we're lazy. It's just, especially us moms who have children, it, there is nothing wrong with using Instacart to bring you stuff mm-hmm. when you just don't have time or I if mean, you've got a kid who has a fever and you yeah. need shit, just, I mean, call I Instacart. I don't have children. <laughs> But, but you uh, can I still, still use it. it. <laughs> That's use right. Because I don't have well, to have. I kids. use it mostly because I have uh, social anxiety, really bad, and mm-hmm. so sometimes my anxiety is just so bad I can't even go to the grocery store. So it, it's just, I mean, it, it it makes it so easy when I need something, and, I'm, and even if it's right down the road, and I've got a sick kid, I'm like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You just. Mm-hmm. Instacart yeah. will do it for you. It's yep. wonderful. Anyway, so yeah, go to our website. We got links to our ads. Click on those. It helps mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Um, it will help you, obviously. Mm-hmm. Also, I've put some more items up for sale on my Bats and Bobbles um, website. It's www.batsandbobblesinc.etsy.com. I keep trying to put all kinds of witchy things up there. I'm going to do a TikTok showing you how I make a lot of my stuff. So that would be fun. Mm-hmm. 
If you like our podcast, please consider supporting us. You can find our Patreon button on the first page of our website right when you log in. Mm-hmm. I mean, right when it pops up. Yep. Or you can go directly to www.patreon.com slash C3 Witchy Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we offer patrons goodies for supporting us. Um, we have two new uh, supporters and one has sent me his address so I can send him his uh, tote bag. There is another one. If you want to give us your address, we'll, we'll send you your free tote, ba- tote bag as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, become a patron and they're for free. Mm-hmm. I've got spell pages on there. We've got cocktail recipes. Ren's done some fun things on there too. So mm-hmm. definitely come support us. And thank you to our existing patrons. You guys yes. are amazing. You guys are we absolutely could, amazing. <laughs> yeah, we could not do it without you. Check out our TikTok, our Instagram, our Facebook. Twitter. Yeah, I haven't gone on Twitter in a while. It's okay. that. That's that's all Ren right now. It's okay. I'm not it's very okay. helpful on that right it's now. It's all Ren's husband. <laughs> Yay, Ren's husband. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Um, but um, uh, yeah, but I really do emphasize TikTok because we've been doing so much and we there are we actually so show hard. like we have videos of our actual like putting together of our drinks and what you need. And we try to do it in a fun way where we display the table with witchy vibes and, mm-hmm, and we just sure. we have a really fun time doing them. So we, we hope that you guys have a fun time watching them. I hope so. So we'll be back. We'll be back. And until then stay witchy. Woo.